This is the Nerd Degree. Please welcome your host, Muata Tomato! to this episode of the Nerd Degree, Too Nerd to Handle. In this episode, we'll be exploring the world of names, big and small, real and imagined, and our nerds will be getting a handle on their handles, sorting their sobriquets from their pseudonyms, and probably getting their monikers in a jolly good twist. <laughs> now, uh, it's time to meet our nerds. Um, I've asked them to uh, find their Google, their name twins. Uh, so let's find out who the internet thinks they are. So I'm going to start... On my left with Brendan. Hi everyone, my name is Brendan Bennett. I'm an improviser and playwright. And uh, actually, although my name doesn't sound that unusual, just because like Brendan and Bennett both have lots of variations, I have dominated Google. <laughs> like, wow. So it's just you? So long as I use the quotation marks, <laughs> it's just me. However, if, you know, like Brendan, you can end it with a, an O or an A or, or apparently an E if you're a murderer from Australia. <laughs> um, but I did find that uh, Brendan Bennett was a really, really bad rapper. <laughs> so would you like to hear some oh, of his gosh, rap? Yes, please. This is from I Told My Ex I Loved Her. Oh. And I'm going to obviously read it in the... As only a Brendan Bennett's could. <laughs> okay, my new girl... Talk about our future and shit. But all I'm really thinking about is you and this dick. <laughs> I, he probably gestures at that point. <laughs> I know your soul, I know your goals, and where you're headed now. I don't know much about her, but I know the head is wild. <laughs> so, you can check that out on Spotify. <laughs> but should you? <laughs> We're quite clear that you did not write that. No, unless it's like the world's laziest pseudonym. That's right? what I'm thinking. Drop the S off my name. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, hello, um, I'm Todd Dixon. I am the author of Miracles and the Healing Power and How God Will Save the World. I'm a founding member of the 80s hip-hop group Masters of Ceremony, where my uh, MC name was Doctor Who. Um, I'm a mobile mortgage advisor for Kiwi Bank, Aww. and, and uh, in the 90s I played college football for Wake Forest University. Go Demon Deacons! Yeah. Wait, yeah. Demon Deacons? Yes. Demon like the Deacons. lay priests for yes, demons. Yes, they have, they have like a, a big mascot costume that's just an angry priest. <laughs> and that's how God he saves the world. Gosh, <laughs> we're learning a lot already. I like that you two, both of you potentially could form some kind of like boy band. This was purely unintentional, <laughs> but we have dressed just like we've just, uh, like he's like the alternate character if you're playing Street Fighter and both people choose the same character. <laughs> they just colour swap some of the things. Just to explain to the, the podcast listeners, uh, Brendan and Todd, for some reason, have decided to both wear hoodies and jeans and leather sneakers, and also they have very similar facial hair, and I'm having trouble telling them apart. Um, but one of them is a rapper, and one of them was in a boy band, so that's... Oh, I, I was that's also right. a rapper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the collaboration comes out. Okay, let's just... Uh, oh, and you will have a team name. Mm -hmm. Won't you? Yes, so uh, today I was marking an essay 
And um, <laughs> one of the, so one of my students inspired this because the essay was about the influence of Martian Luther. <laughs> <laughs> and so your team name is Martian, Martian Luther. Luther. <laughs> yes, yes, of course it is. That's excellent. Okay, to our other team this evening. Um, Erin, why don't you start? Uh, kia ora koutou. Uh, my name is Erin Harrington, and in real life I'm an academic. Uh, I study things like gender and horror and so on. Uh, in my other lives, I am an actress who has had bit parts on shows such as Private Practice and Law and & Order. Um, I am three separate athletes who are particularly good at hockey, college basketball and cross country. I work in HR, but most, most excitedly, uh, I'm a PhD candidate at the University of Rhode Island in Biological and Environmental Sciences. So my Erin Harrington doppelganger in Rhode Island is currently doing a project, and you can sign up to it, but it would be useless because you're not in Rhode Island, whereby, <laughs> whereby you too can be a citizen scientist watching the American woodcock, which she's described as a funny-looking bird with short, stubby legs and a variety of silly names that makes arguably the silliest-sounding mating call known to mankind. <laughs> this um, mating call is known as a nasal pint, and um, goes something like... <laughs> Um, so that's good. So, so the, the reason why it's important, though, that she's also an academic is that academics with the same names tend to get each other's email. Um, so I'm getting emails about woodcocks, but she's getting emails about monster vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so swings and roundabouts. I guess. What do you do? I, I would want to dispute... Can you make that sound again? Hey, <laughs> Okay, I'm actually... Is that accurate? I don't think that's any worse than... Oh, oh, get your tits out! <laughs> Shout it out from the car. If somebody went, I'd actually be at least intrigued. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can undergo some citizen science on Friday night. Okay. <laughs> uh, hi, uh, I'm Karen Healy. In real life, I am an author, and I did the thing where people tell you that you can write them articles and do interviews for exposure. And I am so exposed that my name, for me, is the um, top three pages on Google. But once I dug down, I found that I am also a world-renowned equestrian and horse trainer, an assistant technician at the University of Wollongong School of Medicine, and this was not from Google, this is from personal experience, I'm a Trump supporter in Idaho, <laughs> who's not very good at giving the correct email to her prayer group or to campaigns. <laughs> Was, was that the same person as you kept getting emails about Ben Carson? Yes, she initially supported Dr. Ben Carson. Yeah. <laughs> and then she switched to Trump because they're, you know, an evangelical Christian and Donald Trump. So closely related. <laughs> ah, right. I think it was anyone but Hillary. Okay. Um, and you have a team name? We sure do. We are Nom 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 de very good. Uh, moderating proceedings in this episode, keeping a tally of the scores and awarding the prize, the very important prize, at the end of the episode will be the rather exotically named Jeff Clark. Did, now, did I pronounce that correctly, Jeff? Yes. Jeff? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. My name is Jeff. Okay. Sorry, I just have real problems with short names without any vowels. Mm. You know, that are from a foreign country, because yeah. like, I'm from Polynesia, so yeah. that's just, it's quite weird. <laughs> so if I do get your name wrong at any point, um, there's just not really anything I can do about it, because, like, try harder or anything. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah. you just need to, it's, actually, it's probably your fault. He probably needs a nickname. Yeah. We'll work on that. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so Jeff, who does Google think you are? Uh, well, Google thinks that uh, I am one of the most noteworthy and respected big wave surfers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Famous for surfing Mavericks alone for 15 years before it was uh, widely discovered by the big wave surfing community. Mm. Uh, it also thinks that I am a... Uh, Stock trader who made his first options trade when he was only 19 years old. So um, I've done very well there. <laughs> and then the third uh, third option that comes up on Google is who I actually am, which is um, a court jester, improviser, and writer and actor. I, I, of course, cannot play this game because my name is completely unique. I have no name twin. So if at any point in the future you see an online news, news article about a Moata Tamaira who like was arrested for smashing up <laughs> the windscreen of a car that was parked on the footpath, <laughs> or I was found guilty for like theft of a cheesecake, um, that would most definitely be me. Um, do we have? We do have dice. We Excellent. Can. can I ask a representative from each team to roll for initiative, please? See who goes first. What do we got? 18? No, 14. you win. 14. Mm. Okay, well, Martian Luther. <laughs> now, is this the Martian Luther who got shot dead in Atlanta? He was shot dead in Atlantis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the Martian wow. Luther who was like hammering up copies of the Planetary Accords. <laughs> both. He was both. Because oh. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, Martian Luther, I'm gonna you go first. We're, the first round is a nerd quotient round, uh, and our first question is: What do Meg Ryan, Eric Clapton, Lisa Bonet, and Britney Spears have in common? Uh, they are all famous people. <laughs> that is correct, but I'm not giving you a point uh, for it. Are they, are they all anagrams of? Something. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. Not the same thing, obviously. They've got different that, letters. Germany Brit is Britney, Meg Ryan. That's oh, correct. Wow. Britney Spears is an anagram of Presbyterianism? Pre Presbyterians? Yes, yep. correct. Um, Eric, what was it? Eric, 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 Eric Clapton <laughs> and Lisa Bonet Lisa, are the other um, two. Oh, this makes for great podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of bit pens just sort of like flying Both teams are currently writing on their pads, <laughs> frantically rearranging the letters of these common names. <laughs> they continue to scribble. <laughs> a minute passed. This is great radio. This is great. Then I'd... another minute passed. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, the, you know, the answer is... Anagrams. Is anagrams... Each one of the, the names make what, the name is it. It's Lisa Bonet and the anagram of anagram. That can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want points, Brendan? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't annoy me then. Okay, so um, all of the, the names make an anagram of a single word. So in the case of Britney Spears, it's Presbyterians. Meg Ryan is Germany. Is Erin... Give Erin half a point. I have given, well, it wasn't her question. Point, yeah. Oh, no, give her a half Okay. Oh. Well, it wasn't her question. Yeah, but I did that. it in my head without using a pen. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Presbyterians. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pr it's pronounced Jeff. <laughs> Whatever, Jeff. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, Eric Clapton becomes narcoleptic. Sure. Yeah. Common for people who listen to his music. Is that the unplugged album? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, unplugged later. Mm. Uh, and Lisa Bonet is all tailbones. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anagrams are pretty interesting. There's a whole subgenre of anagrams called perfect anagrams, in which there's a, a like a logical connection between both mm. expressions. So William Shakespeare, for instance, can be rearranged to make, I'll make a wise phrase. Um, and there's, a, you know, there's that idea that the anagram of a person's name can reveal some truth about them or something interesting. So just for funsies, <laughs> I ran your names <laughs> <laughs> through an anagram maker to see what I might get. Um, I'm going to start with Todd. Yours is basically gibberish. There was yeah. like, there's not three D's and an X. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. The 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 thing that made the most sense was Nix Odd Dot. Mm. Yeah, that's me all over. I, like, I'm just, like, maybe get your moles checked. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's just a good thing to do yeah, anyway. thank you. Erin so, um, had some good ones. Oh, you've yeah. got, like, lots of R's and yeah. N's mm. and things. Um, my favourites were, well, given how often you host uh, this podcast, mm. I thought, ah, Grinner intro was quite Aww. good. Mm. Um, but my personal favourite was Hornier Ranting. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take that. Yeah. I kind of feel like horny renting would be like a good pen name for some kind of, you know, the the Mills and Boone, but like the really spicy Mills and Boone. Oh, like the Mills and Boone. Yeah. <laughs> I should change my Twitter handle to horny renting. I use my Twitter handle in part for um, professional and academic purposes, so <laughs> I'm sure that would uh, help yeah. a lot. Um, next. Karen. Um, Karen had some good ones as well. Again, a good combination of letters. Um, there was Hanker Ye Ale. Yeah, Ooh. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Kanye Healer. <laughs> Look, I'm Kanye impressive, need... but I feel that's beyond. <laughs> <laughs> he needs healing, Karen, and you're the woman to do it. Uh, but my, yeah, again, I have a favourite, and that one was AKA Larry Hen. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can come on a night hornier ranting as we do some citizen science in town and Friday. Yeah, look at some woodcocks. It's good. Um, now Brendan, uh, Brendan's name had lots and lots uh, again because of the combination of letters. But my just personal all time favourite was bent nerd net snob. Oh. <laughs> 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 that is unfair. <laughs> Show your working. <laughs> well, okay, but are you running home to like clear your browser history when you get home? That's what I want to know. <laughs> mm. uh, and me, um, I had my, there were a few, but my favourite was a mama at a riot. Oh, yeah. nice. Very good. So I like the idea that I could just sort of. Um, some suppressed some violent uprising with a stern tone of voice and the threat of the naughty chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put that Molotov cocktail down right now, young man. Be no Xbox for a week. <laughs> I think it would work. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, there's yep. nothing, nothing. No. No, this is like you've got two vowels and a bunch of bunch of consonants that are like just like J's and J and F's and just you really. Got an incredibly vanilla name, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> quite disappointing. Seems fair. Okay, so next question for Nom 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 Diplume. Mm -hmm. Where might you find Santa Claus, Hot Coffee, and Glen Campbell? It's, it sounds quite pleasant. Christmas at my mum's. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Glen Campbell got to do with it? What's Hot Coffee and Santa Claus got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm give you the answer. Um, 
Is it? No, I'm just, I'm just stuck on. Oh, the stripper names. The stripper names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and next to the stage, Glenn Campbell. <laughs> the rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> Uh, it's called um, Vajazzling. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other answers? No, it just sounds... Can I throw it across to um, Marsha and Luther? Are any they thoughts? anagrams? <laughs> <laughs> Not this time, Tom. Are they all things that have had different names before? Like, does no. Santa Claus yes. is called... Hot, hot coffee used to be cold coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you call your cats those things? No. Okay. Okay. No. All right. You will find these things places in the United States of America. Mm. Santa Claus, Indiana, was originally going to be called Santa Fe, but that is literally what happened. They um. Is it not already a Santa Claus? <laughs> But it was like, I've already painted the Santa, so think of something else. <laughs> What's their post office like? Because surely they get all the oh mail God. that's meant to go to the I North can't Pole. even imagine. Yeah, so they applied to the post office, no, to get a post office for the town in 1856, and they were turned down because there was already a Santa Fe in New Mexico. Who knew? Uh, the post office, that's who. Uh, <laughs> and it seems the residents of the town were unable to agree on what to call it. And then there's this, this story that just sounds completely made up where they had a town meeting on Christmas Eve uh, uh, and there was this, there was some sound of sleigh bells that came in through the door and all the kids got excited and called out Santa Claus and so they decided to name the town that's completely that. fictional yeah you know it some is some asshole you know took the letter out and put in Santa Claus instead yeah. um, hot coffee uh, was a town in Mississippi <laughs> in the early 1800s, travellers on their way to Mobile um, often stopped at an inn in southern Mississippi where the owner greeted them with ginger cookies and a pot of piping hot coffee. Why were they called ginger cookies? I don't know. Like, yeah, I would call my town ginger cookies. <laughs> Welcome anyway. to Ginger Cookie, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds much better. That does, actually. Um, that sets a pretty high expectation so, for, for cafes and coffee shops, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the inn took on the name of the beverage and then sort of the town around um, did the same. Today it's not really a town so much as a scattering of farms, homes and businesses along Hot Coffee Road. Um, Probably just because everybody's into kombucha now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of makes you wonder what we'd name small towns in the South Island now. So like Cheese I'd... roll. Yeah. So, so we need to take a stop at quick 10 minute pee. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and dog leg by cheese roll and then maybe stop by the sea for... Uh, Carrot sneak cake. Sneaky puke. Sneaky yeah. puke. <laughs> oh, don't forget about meat pie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever been to Pleasant Point? Yeah. Yeah, there's it's a, a taxidermist. Yes, there's a weird taxidermist. <laughs> and it has a, like, a, a shop window that's full of like rabbits um, carrying golf clubs yeah. and like weird, weird yeah. stuff. So for us, Pleasant Point is the town of the weird taxidermy. Yeah. Weird taxidermy. Animals and people clothes. Yeah, it's strange. Um, Glen Campbell, Pennsylvania, um, is not named after the famous Glen Campbell of Rhinestone Cowboy in Wichita alignment, I'm afraid. It's uh, named after a like, boring coal company dude. But basically, it's because, you know, Glen is the Scottish word for valley. So mm. they named it after a guy called Glen Campbell. Glen Campbell. Mm. Um, but those, I just found some, I did find some really great place names while I was researching this. So there's the other ones are 
and this one's quite famous, is Intercourse, Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's Ding Dong, Texas. Idiotville, Oregon. And my personal favourite is Beaverlick, Kentucky. <laughs> um, but Canada also has some great ones. There's Lower Economy, Nova Scotia. <laughs> so Canadian. Yeah. Um, swastika, Ontario. Ooh. They're real sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, another another personal favourite, Dildo Newfoundland. <laughs> did you did you see in the news um, a couple of days ago that there was a guy from um, Ghana getting up to talk about various uh, villages and stuff that he was representing? And the the names of the villages were amazing. Um, one was called Wise Vagina. Ooh. One was called Penis Is a Fool, and one was called Testicles Are Sad. I feel like those are all related. Yeah. Do you think? It's, it's just tells a story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, oh yeah. Well, um, my follow-up question was: I wanted to know if any of our nerds had been to any places with interesting names. Um, I've been to Truth and Consequences. Ooh. Very good. I'll give you the point for that. Yep. In New Mexico. Anybody else? No. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about sad, what it, sad testicles. Okay, so, um, <laughs> were they named by internet poll? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They were named for kind of various folkloric and history type reasons. Um, so there was vagina is wise, penis is a fool, and testicles are sad, and they're all in Ghana. I see. I imagine it's your same theory about like on a journey. Yeah. And like the stops that you have to make on that journey. <laughs> And, and so this guy got up and was speaking in the Ghanaian parliament and everyone just started pissing themselves. And so there's a thing in the BBC from a couple of days ago about where they came from. So they usually were given by the first settlers in those communities and were drawn from the life experiences of those individuals. <laughs> um, well, actually, here in New Zealand, we've got um, Uruwera, mm -hmm. which is hot penis, yeah. which mm. uh, that comes from the story of a man who fell asleep too close to the fire. <laughs> Um, I, <laughs> I personally, like survivor, in a way. I, um, I have my, my own um, interesting place name uh, story. I have personally been to Muff, which is uh, in County Donegal in Ireland. Uh, and I had my photo taken next to a sign that says Muff. And I like to refer it to, as, to it as my Muff shot. <laughs> because of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question is for Martin Luther. Which name connects Frank Sinatra, Bruce Willis, and John McClane? Die Hard. That is part of the answer. Because, so Sinatra, didn't they originally want him for Die Hard or something like that? Yes. And yes. And you... so Bruce Willis played John McClane. Yes. The character of John McClane. Yes. But Sinatra also did? Was there a Christmas song yes, in there? Yes, kind of. Yes and no. <laughs> You're on the right track. You're on the right track. You, you've got to stop referring to your fan fiction. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, the answer is Roderick Thorpe. Roderick Thorpe was the author of the 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever, which would later be adapted into the movie Die Hard. Oh. The hero of his novel was named Joe Leland, a name which was changed in the movie version to John McClane, as played by Bruce Willis. Uh, now, where Frank Sinatra comes in is that Thorpe wrote... Nothing Lasts Forever as a sequel to an earlier novel which also featured the character of Joe Leland called The Detective, which was made into a movie in 1968 starring Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> uh, in the leading role. Um, in fact, 
According to an interview with diehard screenwriter Stephen D'Souza, 20th Century Fox had to contractually offer Bruce Willis's part in Die Hard to Frank Sinatra because it was a sequel to the original book. How old was Frank Sinatra? In his early 70s. Well, <laughs> well, I would watch that. I'd like to see him squeezing through those ducks. Can we to the pose? Have a good time, motherfucker. Um, but with it, perfect diction. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Um, but uh, what he said when he was offered the part was, I'm too old and too rich to act anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce Willis was, was not rich enough. <laughs> I, yeah. So I just love that fact. Um, a bonus point if you can tell me the name of the movie that Roderick Thorpe watched that prompted him to have a dream about someone being <laughs> chased through a skyscraper by men with guns that then inspired him to write Nothing Lasts Forever. Not like the towering You can probably guess. Easy like that. Yes. Oh good. Oh that was that was a really hard guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life in the towering inferno. Yeah. I think we should assume yeah. that somebody the person who write, wrote Skyscraper yeah. was watching Die Hard and then mm. had a dream yeah. <laughs> yeah. that involved the rock running, yeah. running around yeah. in a skyscraper. Yeah. With only one leg. Mm. Okay, next question is for Nom 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 Diplu. Mm -hmm. I just like saying it. It's, very yeah. it's good, eh? Yeah. Um, what connects cyclones, a mysterious sunken continent, and an early 20th century tourist attraction in Birkenhead, Auckland? Oh, Atlantis. So, so, so is Atlantis the sunken continent? It, there's actually more than one sunken continent. No way. <laughs> <laughs> the things for real things. Cyclones, is it to do with the naming of cyclones? It is to do with the yeah. naming of uh, cyclones. Uh, cyclones, boys or girls? I can never remember. Or are they both? Do they alternate? Do they alternate? I can't remember. I don't and there's, there's evidence that more people... I don't know. Is oh, this yeah, true? Yeah. That more people yeah. are killed by cyclones that are named after women because, like... People are less likely to evacuate because they don't take them Because they're not afraid of cyclones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just reporting this maybe apocryphal story that I read on the internet. No, I think I read that too. So we both read a thing that could be true. Mm. We if only someone could check. No one can check. Um, yes, yeah, so it is related. It is related if to only someone had a computer so, in front but, of But I, I don't know anything about Birkenhead. Do you know anything about Birkenhead? Is that where the shoes come from? No, that's Birkenstock. <laughs> Any thoughts? There's a good brewery there, but... Interesting. That, that, <laughs> that's where my thoughts begin and end. Not so related. I don't, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, is, is there a cyclone that is also the name of a lost continent that is also the name of the thing brewery. I don't know yeah. that lives in Birkenhead? No, but that's a good oh, guess. Okay. <laughs> we should get a point. Okay, so the answer is Clement Rag. He sounds like he should be like a Dixie Band leader or something, but in fact he was quite an eminent meteorologist mm. in the 19th century uh, who popularised the practice of naming cyclones and anticyclones after people when he was the state meteorologist for Queensland mm. between 1887 and 1907. Uh, Rag used names drawn from the letters of the Al Greek alphabet and Greek, Roman and Polynesian mythology to describe weather systems in Australia, New Zealand and the Antarctic. Um, <laughs> but then, after the, 
after a new Australian government failed to create a federal weather bureau and appoint him director, RAG started naming cyclones after political figures. <laughs> <laughs> so cyclones, wet and windy, also a lot of shade. Um, he later moved to New Zealand and he was convinced that lost continents like Atlantis and one called Lemuria connected oh. up ancient peoples, mm -hmm. including the ancestors of Māori. Uh, the scientists hadn't figured out uh, continental drift yet, so this was actually a quite popular theory, that there were these like, sunken continents that connected different parts of the globe. He was giving it a go. Yeah, yeah he researched <laughs> it extensively, and even going so far as to hunt for stones and rock formations that might actually be ancient ruins in the Bay of Islands. Um, and his retirement, he set up a museum and institute and a tropical gardens visitor attraction called Waiata Gardens at his Aww. home in Birkenhead. Aww. He died in 1922 in Auckland, and I need there to be some kind of steampunk biopic Please and thank you. Where he actually <laughs> discovers these uh, sunken continents. Yeah, 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 for real. Yeah. He's caught up in a cyclone. Yes! Wizard yeah. of Oz style. Oh, yeah. And he's he transported there, yeah. to... In Lemuria. Lemuria, yeah. 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 But then there's the a end, brewery. But at the end, he realises <laughs> that Lemuria was home all along. Yeah. Mm. The real Lemuria was yeah. the friends we made along the way. <laughs> now the I have, we made along the way. I have, re I have actually gone into the research of the... Uh, whether or not there are names. Uh, by the names by of gone Cyclops into the research, do you mean you Googled it on your phone? I did Google it on my phone. <laughs> and in 2016, they, there was this article about how uh, an American study uh, looked at more than six decades of death rates from US landfalling hurricanes and um, found that uh, hurricanes with a relatively masculine lane, name were estimated to cause 15.15 deaths, whereas a hurricane with a relatively feminine name is estimated to cause 41.84 deaths. <laughs> Um, a name like Diablo may be associated with greater risk than a more benign male name, uh, but they caution that simply changing all cyclone names to masculine may not be a solution because that may lead people to overestimate the risk in some cases. So Maybe they can just turn them into really aggro female names. Like... Medusa! Like, Cyclone Tracy! <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'd work. Mm. I'd run from Cyclone Tracy. Oh, there, actually, there are, after that, funny you should say Cyclone Tracy, because um, to avoid confusion over major storms, if a large cyclone becomes well known, its name is permanently retired. So there are going to be no more Cyclone Tracys after the well known Cyclone Tracy. Cyclone Tracy? caused so much devastation. 1974 in Darwin, I believe. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Can you put that down? Okay. Now, I have asked the nerds to do some homework because nerds love homework and I just want them to be happy. Um, I've asked them to rename something uh, and they can choose whatever the thing is. But, you know, something where the name isn't quite as good as it maybe could be. My, the example that I use is cheesecake because it's not actually a very good description of what cheesecake is. A cake made of cheese. I would eat that, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, chocolate cake, lemon cake, cheesecake. What would you call cheesecake instead? Um, flan of the gods. Mm. <laughs> Legit. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a better name. Um, so, why don't we hear from Karen first? Okay. So, um, I live in a flat that has a washing machine but no clothes dryer, and I recently discovered the laundromat. 
which I love. Um, so for a mere $5 and 25 minutes of my time, I can have like beautiful, wonderful sheets. And when I explain to my flatmate where I'm going, I'm like, Kai, I'm off too, but I don't use the word clothes dryer. So here's a list of things that I have named the clothes dryer. The hot bumbly were, <laughs> Wiz Humpaloo, <laughs> Lovely Pow, <laughs> The Great Sheetsinator, <laughs> Mrs. Frummage, Win- Mrs. Frummage sounds like the name of like a mum mouse in some 1980s. Oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. She's got a little cap and a little apron and she like sorts your sheets. She can fold fitted sheets. Oh. That's magic. No. <laughs> She's actually a witch. Amazing. Okay, great. So Mrs. Frummage, Winter's Angel, the Foofin' Doofin, my fubbly friend, and arachnid dehydrator after a particularly awkward <laughs> incident. Uh, my mother, however, who has a dryer in her home, uh, has a less uh, sort of melodic name for the dryer, which is, Karen, turn that thing off and get the peg bag out. Do you think I am made of money? <laughs> mm. Fair play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and from Martin Luther, I'm going to ask Todd. Oh, right. Um, That's so, I I grew up down south in Omaru, and as such, I was raised with particular values. Uh, I think they're, they're values which which, which uh, a lot of us here will will also um, understand and. <laughs> but <clears throat> so I moved out when I was eighteen, and I, I've, I've travelled the world. I've, I've lived in Christchurch, and, and Wellington, and Melbourne, and London, and Napier, for goodness' sake. Oh my God. And and where, but where I live now, I, it's it's difficult to reconcile where I live and and the sort of ideals with which I was brought up. So I've written a poem about that. Um, it's called. Auckland. (laughs) A city built on volcanic plain, museum perched on the domain, temperate even in the rain. There's plenty here to do and see, Motat operates Victorian steam like a Jules Verne fever dream. Jewel of the city's crown, Dominion Road is halfway down with the cheapest (laughs) cheerful food around. Plates of dumplings piled high, the smell of curry spice, divine. Fine selection of beer and wine, you call it Auckland, I'd say it's fine. They fix you with a cold, dead gaze. As they say, lacquer days at Clee, no life south of the Bombays. Hive of scum and villainy, the right honourable John Key and his friends Hosking and Brash. It helps to live here if you've got cash. Unless you want to live in a heap of trash. All your life savings could buy you two-storied villa in Omaru or a life or an Auckland flat smaller than a shoe box. No room for both the broom and you in that cupboard. Maybe pitch a tent. You call it Auckland, I call it rent. <laughs> they call it Auckland, but it's not. No great orcs, puffins, guillemots, no roving bands of Uruk High, just the cyber spunk the cyberpunk. Junk of the sky tower, insult to the eye. The roads are shit, but you have to drive. So big you can't walk anywhere or afford the taxi fare. You rarely have a bus stop near you, and if you do, they seldom care. You scream and wave, and they pass by. That's if a bus even arrives. Bike, it is in Amsterdam. The traffic's always in a jam. This super city's not like Candor in the hands of Superman. Shrunk down into a paperweight. Head to Mount Eden for a date. I'm in Henderson. Nice to know you, mate. 
The trains all have a funny smell. You call it Auckland. I call it hell. Mother Tongue Oprah. Are you okay, Todd? My land represents. Are we, are we sure he's not the actual rapper that was in a boy band? <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I love that. Like Auckland, like number one feature is Motet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually say who I actually was in the, in my introduction, but yeah, that's um that's where I worked. I was <laughs> exhibition developer at Motad. Come along, award-winning exhibition developer. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, he can tell you some Motad stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Right. Well, that was quite something, Jeff. Jeff yes. Joffrey. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um so. You're the moderator? Yes, um, do you want me to apply apply points to... Yes, I do. Yes, okay, cool. I will apply three to Nom 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 de Plume, mm-hmm. because I like them, and for um, for Todd's rent, I will give him... <laughs> I'll give him uh, five points for that. Okay. Okay. Actually, we haven't had any other scores at this point, so... No. How are the scores looking so far? Oh, they're looking Just... like... They're like look, they're looking Jeffa. like... What, yeah, sorry, um, what is Gif, it? Uh, it's not... Uh, Jeff or Giff, you, you can... Okay. <laughs> um, it's, um, it's looking like a lot of hatches and lines that I've done here, okay. and a little picture of a cat. Um, so, um, currently, Marsh and Luther are on 11 points, and Nom 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 de Plume are chasing them up with 8 points. Good. And Moata currently has 1 point. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next round is a quotes round, so uh, you have a bell uh, in front of you, so feel free to ding in. This round is called Say My Name, Say My Name, mm-hmm. uh, because Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a list of quotes from film and television. Actually, I think they're all film. I lie. Mentions <laughs> that, that mentions uh, the name of important, sometimes titular character, and I'm going to read out these quotes, but in the place of the name, I'm going to say blankety blank because otherwise it would just be way too easy. <laughs> so uh, if you know the name of the film, um, if you know the name of the character as well, bonus points for that. Here we go. Um, someday we might look back on this and decide that saving blankety blank was the one... Uh, that's from Saving Private Ryan. Is the one <laughs> decent thing we were able to pull out of this whole god-awful shitty mess. Uh, blankety blank is not a thinker. Blankety blank is a driver. Is that from Baby Driver? No. He, baby he Driver is not a thinker. Baby Driver is a driver. And also a baby. <laughs> I still think that's what Baby Driver is. Like, you could tell me that Baby Driver is about a baby that does, like, a disruptive Uber-style thing for toddlers. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds legit. Is it from Driver? <laughs> no. Is that a movie? Yes. Okay. Is it from Fast and Furious? Damn it, that was going to be mine. No. Is it from Too Fast and Furious? <laughs> no. Is it from Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift? No, it's not. Is it from Taxi Driver? No. no. <laughs> Is it from Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we can stop. I, okay. Uh, it's actually from uh, Talladega Nights. Ricky Bobby is not a thinker, Ricky Bobby is a driver, as performed by Amy Adams. Mm. Um, next one. Well, I believe in God, and the only thing that scares me is blankety blank. Mrs. Frummage. 
very nervous disposition. <laughs> she's oh, the way she folds that bits and sheets. I scream when I see a mouse. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, John Wick. Oh, it's not right, but, but it should right. be. <laughs> Might as well be right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's actually um, the usual suspects, Kaiser Soze, oh. and that's verbal saying it. It is verbal saying, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's how you say things. The name of the character is played by Kevin Spacey. Verbal. Uh, Sister Teresa called me blankety blank in the third grade. My friends called me blank, and you're neither shithead. Is it Goodfellas? No. Is it Die Hard? It is Die Hard! Oh. <laughs> it's uh, John McClane uh, talking to Hans Gruber. Aren't you like an expert in cinema? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm not an expert in vaginas in it. Mm. Uh, I'm much better when blankety blank isn't blankety blanketing <laughs> in the blankety blank spot. Mm. <laughs> Make of that what you will. <laughs> Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. It's all Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. An extra point if you can guess which one of us chose that quote. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, it was I. The massive Spider-Man fan. Okay, I'm going to read this one in a silly voice just because it amuses me to do so. Mm. My name is Blinkety Blink, Commander of the Armies of the North, General of the Felix <laughs> Legions, loyal servant to the true Emperor, Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Damn it. <laughs> is it from Gladiator? It is from Gladiator. I was doing it in the Russell Crowe. My, my name is Ma Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Phoenix Legion. That's, that's a bit more. Uncanny. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a slight cold and it helps. Mm. Um, yeah, so Maximus Decimus Meridius from Gladiator. I'm a friend of Blankety Blank. I was told she was here. Can I see her, please? Might have to give you a clue on this one. Oh, it's the oh, one you, movie you where someone has a voice. I'll read it. I'm a friend of Blankety Blank. Terminator 2? Uh, I'm a friend of Sarah Connor. Uh, <sighs> John Connor. John Connor. I'm a friend of Mrs. Fromage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a friend of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Is it not Terminator? Not Terminator. Yes, not Terminator too. Yeah. No points for that. I couldn't read it in the. You can't mix up your Terminators. I couldn't read it in the Terminator voice. It just would have been too easy. Hello, my name is Blankety Blank. You killed my father. Oh! I'm gonna let nom nom nom. Yes. Hello, my name is Nico Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to. And then it's from The Princess Bride. There you go. Okay, last one. His name is Blankety Blank. His name is Blankety Blank. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Fight Club. Fight Club. Yes. I was really hoping that one of them would be Blankety Blank. I was actually thinking of the streetcar named Desire. Yeah, yeah. Blankety Blank. Blankety Blank. Oh, Rocky, yeah. sorry. Blake! 
blankety blank. Yeah. No, I'm blankety blank. <laughs> I am blankety blank. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we're some kind of blankety blank. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Oh, oh, okay. I haven't seen that film because apparently it's not very good. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next round. Uh, Call Me By Your Name is uh, translated movie names. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is, um, you know, in, when films are marketed in different countries, they often have a different name applied to them because, you know, what is a catchy title in one language doesn't necessarily work in another. So sometimes the names are really off base and while and some others, uh, they kind of nail it in uh, encapsulating the film. So um, ding in if you have an answer. Could be the right one. Could just be nudging in the general direction of correctness. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so the first one is the eighth passenger is death. Yes. Is the sixth sense or final no. destination? No, neither of those. Uh, is it the Seven Samurai? Is it the Magnificent Seven? Are you just I'm no, saying things with seven. Right, eight might be death, but right. that's in an okay. abstract think, sense because um, they kill lots of people. Classic uh, horror film. Oh, sci-fi sci sci horror. Sci-fi horror. Alien. Yes. yes. <laughs> that is the Hungarian title for Alien. The really? eighth passenger is dead. That's, That's awesome. amazing. I think it's great. The eighth passenger was the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy. That's the ninth. Oh my god. Oh. Jonesy. It was the cat all along. Oh my god. Okay. She was just hallucinating the alien because of toxoplasmosis. <laughs> You heard it here first. Uh, the next one is a very crazy dead man. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. Yes! <laughs> Correct. Uh, and that was the Brazilian. I'm going to try and pronounce that. Um, moto, muto, lioco. We would have also accepted the sixth sense. <laughs> uh, galactic militia. Star Wars? No. But sort of that is genre, obviously. I was gonna say Starship Brendan? Troopers. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll say whatever you're about to say just before you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Star just Trek. wait till you think of it. Star Trek. No. Galaxy no. Quest. No. Starship Troopers. No, you've already seen you, that. You, you're all sort of around the same. But the more recent. Gal the Fifth Gal Element. MCU. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. yes. Oh. Um, and that was the Vietnamese version of that title. Okay. Pomade. Hairspray. No. <laughs> no! Grease. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, what it was called in the Czech Republic. Pomade. Uh, a bad knockoff of uh, Beyonce's album. <laughs> Pomade. Um, next one. The Teeth from the Sea. Jaws. Oh, it's a tie. Give me each a point. Yes, Les Dents de la Mer. In French. Very good. Sounds so romantic. No, you need to go instead of. Oh, Les Dents de la Mer. I'll just shrug. Les Dents de la Mer. We're going to need a boat grand. Bon appetit, les bastides. Uh, next one, if you leave me, I erase you. A 
Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yes! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although to me it does sound like some kind of like mob, sort of <laughs> terrible mob boyfriend. <laughs> the Godfather Part 3. Yeah. Uh, next one. Neurotic Groom, Nervous Bride. Every rom-com ever. Pride and Prejudice. No. Oh. Think more Classic. New Yorker. 27 Dresses? The last season of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> no. Strangely Sex enough. Sex in the City. No. Neurotic no. Groom, Nervous more Bride. Middle-aged, nervous Jewish man. Is this a Woody Allen movie? It is a Woody no. Allen movie. We're not. No, 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 no. no, 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 no yes, no. it's Annie Hall. No, no, no. No points for Woody yeah. Allen. <laughs> well, no points for Woody Allen, but yeah. Todd can have one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it here far away from the other points. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think that's wise. I think that's wise. Uh, next one. Santa is a deviant. <laughs> Bad Santa. Yes. <laughs> I like how they just cut to the chase. Yeah, he's a, he's a deviant. Uh, that was from the Czech Republic. Yeah. Um, Czech Republic's got some great yeah. names. They do. The unbelievable trip in a wacky aeroplane. Oh, that's airplane. Yes, or <laughs> flying high, whichever version of the name you use. And that was the German title, I'm, which I can't. Really pronounce. I'll try. I'll try and pronounce. Are you I sure it's not that Denzel Washington one? Where <laughs> it's not cold. Like, yeah. Are you sure it's not snakes, snakes on, on a plane? plane. Yeah. Snakes <laughs> on a plane. Could be, but it's not. Die unglaublich reise in einem verrückten Flugzeug. And I'd never took German, so wow. that was probably terrible. But that just lends itself to comedy, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, rather. Um, next one. It's raining falafel. <laughs> <laughs> My big fat Greek wedding? <laughs> My personal dreams? No, <laughs> is it shit? What was it? The the one <laughs> where meatballs oh, fall from the sky. Oh, oh yes. Trying yes. to adjust meatballs. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give it to Erin. Yes. But I'll give anybody an extra point. No, but I remember it traumatically because I watched it shortly after the earthquakes. And oh. even those scenes of like. Civic decimation when they're giant pieces of tomato. Just, I started crying and I had to switch it off. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh, so it's raining falafel is a version of Cloudy, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. A point for anybody who can guess what country slash language. Turkish? No. Lebanon? No. no. Greece? No. no. Arabic? Czech is. No, no, no. <laughs> it's from Israel and it's Hebrew. Ah. Uh, next one. Captain Supermarket. <laughs> Captain America, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> that would be a really strange interpretation of that really film. Uh, and uh, that is not correct. Oh. Think of it. Captain Phillips. No. <laughs> Think of um, somebody who's in the... The hero of the film is in a retail... Job. It's a fantasy horror. Oh, oh. Evil Dead. Which Evil Dead? Uh, Two. One of them. <laughs> either, either Evil Dead or the second Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. So any of them. On the technicality, so, that so is Army of Darkness. It's Army yes. of okay. Darkness, <laughs> and that was the Japanese title, which. Okay. Uh, Captain uh, Supermarketo. There you go. <laughs> That's the one. But I did, did he work in an actual supermarket? I he shopped smart. He shopped smart. Yeah. All oh, right. But anyway, yeah. So Captain Supermarket. Um, next one. Action skyscraper. Italian Inferno. 
Nope. Die hard. <laughs> Die hard. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. Are you? <laughs> uh, next one. Crystal Jungle. Die hard. Yes, it's die hard. Oh, yes! <laughs> so, Action Skyscraper was uh, the Norwegian name. Crystal Jungle is the Spanish. Yeah. Um, over My Dead Body. Die hard. Correct. Yes. Uh, and that is the Finnish version mm. of Die Hard. And I would have also accepted Weekend at Burnies. <laughs> uh, and so ends our... Uh, Movie translated movie names round. Um, can we get some scores, please, uh, Jaffa? Absolutely, absolutely, Moata. Very good. Uh, see how I said that, Moata? Nicely pronounced, correctly, you know. Jinkies. It's an easy okay. name, Jeff. You don't get okay. points okay. for it. Okay. Uh, so Marsh and Luther have surged ahead to twenty-three points, with an extra point just sort of hanging around lasciviously in the background but <laughs> no one's really paying attention to that point anymore because it's not really relevant um, and Nom 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 Diplom are currently on 16 points <laughs> hey welcome to part two uh, we're going to kick off uh, with the second round of homework which again just to remind everybody that was the nerds are renaming something. So I think we'll start with Erin. Mm -hmm. What are you renaming? Um, astrology is back. <laughs> oh, I've got the name. It's Bunkum. <laughs> <laughs> astrology is back. Uh, according to The Atlantic and The Guardian and The Observer, why is astrology turning to millennials and why are millennials turning to astrology, so on and so forth. Lots of think pieces at the moment. And so um, I just sneak in as a millennial, just, I'm a zennial, with an X apparently, um, and I'm not averse to some bandwagon jumping, some <laughs> Barnum statements, some confirmation bias, and so on and so forth. Uh, but I think in 2018 we need a better zodiac. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, the existing 12 signs are a bit old hat, things like maidens and sea goats, they're not entirely relatable. So I've come up. <laughs> Speak for yourself, they're relatable. <laughs> Hashtag relatable. Yeah. Um, so I've come up with 12 new signs. Uh, and some little horoscopy things to go with them. Yeah. First, Steve the Mansplainer. <laughs> Steves are known for their mind-numbing persistence and inability to read a room. Mm. Avocado on toast. The embodiment of your lack of financial independence. Avocados are often victims of theft, but are also up for a good squeeze. They also have enviable skin. Mark Richardson, the boorish uncle. <laughs> Richardson's are known for their relentless ubiquity and teaches that mediocrity is no barrier when it comes to finding a second career just so long as you're a white male sports person. Ed Sheeran the ginger. The Mark, like Mark Richardson's, Ed Sheeran's are ubiquitous but less likely to make a racist slur at the dinner table. Lululemon, the overpriced stretchy yoga pant. Lulus teach us that something can be obnoxious and obnoxious avatar of narcissistic neoliberal consumer culture and a performative type of middle class femininity, but also very comfy at the same time. <laughs> Snuffy, the pug chihuahua cross you bought for $1,500 on Trade Me, but then discarded because of her respiratory issues. Um, <laughs> Snuffies are known for their insta-worthiness and their terrible genes. 
Uh, Gwyneth the turmeric latte cleanse. <laughs> Gwyneths teach us that we are sick all the time, but you can solve this by being rich and white. <laughs> um, Ray underscore hate with an 8R underscore 69, the real true fan, uh, a fuckwit. <laughs> Uber the Disruptor. Ubers are creative digital natives and can teach us how to skirt labour laws. Uh, Harvey the Sleaze. Harveys are powerful and well-connected, until they're not. <laughs> Kerry the Kia, a character who I thought was the mascot from the 1990s Sesquicentenary, Centenary, who teaches us about the true and lasting power of marketing on the brain of a nine-year-old, but people on Twitter today reminded me that she was in fact a character from the early bird show with Russell Rooster on TV3, which makes sense. And actually, the Sesqui 1990 mascot was a horrifying possum hybrid called Pesky Sesqui, <laughs> who has their own Twitter handle, at Pesky Sesqui. <laughs> Kerry the Kias are imaginative and highlight the plasticity of memory. <laughs> and, and finally, Scorpio the Scorpion. A team of Scorpios fought their way back on the list, teaching us that bad reputations make for lasting impressions. Nice. Right. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to what everybody thinks their I, sign might be. I, yeah. I'm a Mark Richardson, but with a Lululemon moon. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm a Ed Sheeran the Ginger, uh, but my romantic inclinations are more avocado on toast. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm a Snuffy. The, the respiratory <laughs> <laughs> problem dog. Because I have a four year old and so I constantly have a cold. That's good. Steve. Anybody else? Steve. I, yeah, I think it's Steve. You're a Steve with a Steve rising. <laughs> More Steve than you can handle. Mm. Um, yeah, thanks, Sarah. You're a real Zodiac killer. Yeah. <laughs> and so is Brendan's turn. <laughs> okay, so um, we're not younger, and if I'm being honest, still now. Uh, I get confused by the months of the year um, <laughs> because I know that uh, deck is 10 in Latin, but it's the 12th month. And um, so I thought it would be a good idea to, to make new names for the months so that they are more uh, contemporary and, and logical. Um, so uh, I'll just I'll just work my way through. So January, uh, obviously, first month of the year. So we're going to just call that statuary. Um, <laughs> February, uh, we're going to call that birthuary because that's when my birthday is, and everyone should remember that. <laughs> I'm in favour of that. Yeah, yeah, oh, you guys birthuary yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's why we're all mansplainers. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we're all Steve's. No, see, a mansplainer is. Um, uh, Thanks, Todd. <laughs> no, 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 Todd. You'll find a mansplainer. You can stop. Uh, so, yeah. guys, I don't get it. Can you like? <laughs> Shut Not up. Mansplaining, if you ask. Uh, so March is kind of. Too, too aggressive for that early in the year, so March will be renamed Saunter. Oh, I like it. Uh, <laughs> April will still be April, but everyone has to know that it's now named after April O'Neill from the Teenage Mutant <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Now, May, people probably don't want to change May because they like being able to say, May the 4th be with you, or May the 4th. Right? Mm. But I think they'll be happy when I rename it Jedi Star Wars Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, then uh, June, so we're just going to change the J to a D, and it will now be uh, the day in which we celebrate June 2, Battle for Arrakis, <laughs> the, the first real-time strategy computer game. Yeah. Um, then, uh, so July, of course, historically, is named after Julius Caesar, because that was his birth month, and so I thought... 
We're done with Julius Caesar. We need to name it after a new leader who was born in July. So it will now be Jucinda. <laughs> nice. Uh, now, August is easy. August is now October. Because that is, that is logical. <laughs> um, September is now November. But... Instead of November, we're officially going to change it to Movember. Mm. Because so many men have uh, beards and moustaches now, uh, they can now shave it off for that month. Mm. So November will be more appropriate as a pun on Movember. Which <laughs> <is> <laughs> <laughs> so the name the of month. the month is actually going to be the, the, Movember. Movember. But that, the joking version is going to be November. Exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's so much more it's, logical. It's, but what it's, about, it's a genius. short walk to the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> but what about, what about the other two months it takes for the moustache to grow back? October will, now be, <laughs> will now be December, um, obviously. Uh, and then November, it should technically be uh, Undekimber. But I think just something a bit easier to remind us. So it's going to be called... Ocean's Elevenuary. <laughs> and then uh, December will become Invember. So, In-vember. very easy to remember. 30 days, half Movember, April, June 2, and Ocean's Elevenuary. <laughs> All the rest have 31, except excepting Birthuary alone. And don't forget that it's Brendan's birthday. Birthuary the 9th, write it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have written that down. <laughs> Okay. Right, I'm, uh, assigning, I'm assigning points. Birthuary comes around so quickly. Hefe, 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 hefe. What do you think of those? Similar I thought they were both pretty good. Similar in theme. Yes, yes. Um, I find um, you know, the the zodiac calendar and the actual calendar both very relatable. Um, <laughs> actual. Yeah. <laughs> However, in terms of artistic um, artistic <coughs> expression, I felt that Erin sort of talked to me a bit more mm-hmm. in terms of the Thanks, um, artistic expression that they had there. And um, I'll explain to you later why why I did that. <laughs> and who said avocado in it, which makes it absolutely way more it makes it make classy much more, and expensive. And it's why we can't afford a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, actually, how about some applause for Erin for winning? Yeah. <laughs> On to the next round, which is a bad for your elf round, which I'm calling That's My Name, Don't Wear It Out. Uh, Now, typically, a bad for your elf round involves uh, one team having a long list of names of a particular theme, uh, reading them out, but making up some, and then the other team has to guess which ones are the real ones and which ones aren't. You'll pick it up real fast. Yeah. Uh, I've gone a little bit different with this one, and that I've based it on me. <laughs> um, so uh, I have got a list here of names, which I'm going to give to Martian Luther. And these are all names that I've been called or, or gone by. Uh, it's a mixture of mispronunciations, mishearings, nicknames, and misspellings. Uh, and um, so you'll just have to decide which ones are legit and which ones aren't. So are they going to be making up fake racist nicknames for you and we... Oh, none of them are racist. Not yet. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, I've given it away. Okay, you can't do any racist ones because I've already just said... Oh, there's all my good ones, (laughs) (laughs) Not cool, guys. Not cool. Um, 
No, I mean from people who can't pronounce your name. Oh, which is kind of racist. Which is kind of racist that people can't pronounce my name is a little bit racist. I guess in a Mark Richardson-y kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I'm I'm okay with people trying. It's fine. I'm trying. Very, very trying. Shall we jump into it? Melissa. The M and the A sound, but the s- but it's but it's exactly the sort of thing you'd look at a girl and go, that could be your name. Just generic. True. Yes, I've been called Melissa on the telephone okay, numerous well. times. Um, um, Mozart tomorrow. No. <laughs> no. That, that, that sounds like a, a handle on, on a game or Yeah. yeah. Or, or that that could be your superhero name, not your stripper name. I don't think yeah, there's no stripper names on there. There's definitely no stripper names on there, Mum. <laughs> not, not yet. Um sure. You reckon it's real? No, I've got no idea. No, we don't think it's real. It's real. Mm. That was uh, that was a handle that I used uh, back in the nineties, kids. There was this thing called Usenet, and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I used to frequent a, like uh, alt TV. Alt TV dot X files. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Did you raise that? I there was some poetry, I think. Uh, there might be some like song lyrics. It's that's beautiful. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> the truth is out there. Is it still online? I don't think so. Did you did you do a good enough? Did job? you do like a wayback machine? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't really love that. Next on the list. Oh, yes, uh, <laughs> Motorboat time stream. Okay. <laughs> no deal. No deal. Oh, that's completely made up. <laughs> but still, there is an option. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I'll let that Um, Motat. <laughs> okay, I was going to say yes, because that's the kind of misspelling someone would do on an email, if they got it wrong. Yeah, that's real. E- even though Todd is really in the business of plugging his email. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that grin. <laughs> No, I've never been called Motat. Oh! Although I, I did have my friend take a picture of me next to the Motat sign mm. in Auckland, mm. so I could have caption it, Moata at Motat. Had they, had they finalised whether or not they agreed or not? Because I got two differing We things. We didn't <laughs> agree on anything. I will, apply, I will apply no points to either. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. I thought there was an actual answer. That's just us. No, that's, that's just us talking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Terraloin. <laughs> God, I hope so. Terraloin. <laughs> Like terror loin or terror what do you want? Loin? What do you want me to do? What do you want? What do you, what do you want from me, Aaron? Interpretive dance, Brendan. Sad testicle. Mm. <laughs> it's, it sounds like an autocorrect. It does sound like an autocorrect. We're gonna till we go with autocorrect. Yes, we think it's real. It is real, but it's not <laughs> autocorrect. Uh, um, at one point, uh, my friends and I had, uh, we all had Kath and Kim names, <gasps> and mine was Terrell Loin. Oh my god. Like, 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 like Terrell Loin. Terrell Loin. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid that's been retired. <laughs> so we'd be talking Kath and Kim voices all day, mm-hmm. and we would refer to each other in, in our Kath and Kim names, and my name was Terrell Loin, because like, it's like a fancy neck curtain. 
The gesture that yeah, is I'm, I'm, I'm in character yeah. now. I'm sorry. It's good. I like it. You should you should hold on to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the next one? Uh, the next one is um, Slinky Mo Linky. Oh. This sounds like something like uh, that's a, a mum nickname. A mum or a nice aunt, <laughs> or a, a friendly kindergarten teacher, or a benevolent neighbour. Or a slightly off boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying yes, 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 yes. But it it was just it was a high school thing. Mm. Uh, I had a friend who she called herself Harry McLaren, and and I called myself Slinky Malinky. I don't know why. I don't actually know why. But it was a name adventure. It was a thing. Geezer bird. Fuck. <laughs> Don't look at me, it's her name. <laughs> oh, I just I pass on that one. That's way too hard. So so again, is this some kind of um wish fulfillment avatar on a um some kind of message board? Yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah. It's a screen name of some kind. Yeah. So you think that's real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was it was nothing to do with that. I used to uh, tend bar in London. Mm. And there were a group of guys who reckoned that I was. Um, they recognised my uh, my propensity to drink and belch, and sometimes have sex with people that I shouldn't. Mm. And so oh. they uh, bestowed upon me the title of Geezer Bird. Oh. oh, so geezer like. Hang on, geezer. Like not a geezer, diamond like, geezer. <laughs> geezer. <laughs> geezer. You're not, I'm not like a... Have you been called them geezers the whole time? <laughs> this is the most autobiographical <laughs> round yeah. we've ever had in the nerd degree. I think I'm fascinated. Every name. <laughs> if, no, you are. Every name has a story. <laughs> hey, you... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think every woman in this room has been called "Hey you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not on the list, but it's true. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I don't really Half need point to get H. a point for it. Half yeah. point each. Right. So effectively meaningless. Oh, that's our new team name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Motown Terrorhawk. Oh, oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I would like that to be true. Yes, me too. I like it so much that we're going to say that yeah. it is true. We're going to double down on it. And I think there should be a graphic novel Ooh, about, yeah. um, about Motown Terrorhawk and mm. her uh, razor wings and her pub adventures yeah. and flying across the city like a slinky molinky. Avoiding geezers. Geezers. Yeah. All right, so your answer is yes. Yeah. The answer is no. Oh. But I really wish it was yes. <laughs> Still time. Okay. All right, maybe do like one more. Okay. Um, Moata tomata. <laughs> I'd say that that's something that lazy people call you. Have called you. I know someone or on Todd. the phone at, at IRD. You're calling me lazy or? Hang on, wait a minute. I've worked this out. Because these guys, even when they're not names that Moara has previously been called, are making up new names for her. They're all accurate names. They are accurate Whoa. names. It's a Kaiser Sose. Whoa. <laughs> She's played us, guys. Kaiser Sose <laughs> played us. Um, I don't that, think that was a primary school 
one that I that would that was I was taunted with that one bit. So I'm, awful. I'm just trying to work through my issues. Martha, I'd just like to run through a few of these real quick. Yeah, 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 they're good. Yeah. So Etaom Ariamat. Etaom Ariamat is my name spelled name backwards. Spelled. And again, this was a high yep. school thing. We had a mania for like uh, me and my friend uh uh you Tab and Nerek Snav. Uh, <laughs> um, um, who also just, have their own graphic novel series. Yeah. yeah. So just so just so mm. Madu, Manana, Matawa, Moana, uh, Mo from Mo's Bo, Tavern. Bo, Bo, <laughs> my, my friend, uh, my friend used to introduce me at parties as Mo as from Mo's Tavern. Uh-huh. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Karen. <laughs> not, 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 not me, not that Karen. <laughs> thanks, Karen. Uh, Mo Fata. Yeah, primary school kids. <laughs> Monica, Mona, Tamara, and Wada. Wada. That was my sister's um, name for me when she was little and couldn't say Mawata. Oh, hey, Todd. Wada. Um, do oh, you yeah. have any like, um, adorable stories this, about? Yeah, this came up earlier. Um, <laughs> looking at looking at some of those high uh, primary school ones of yours, the, the mo- yeah, those are rough. Those are those are rough, I, and I feel for you because um, while my parents gave me. And my brother, one syllable first name. So the idea was that we wouldn't have cruel names made up about ourselves. Um, I got called Dickskin. <laughs> because your, your surname is... Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> had a low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah, really. That's the idea. Oh, yeah. Based on past president, you might get a town named after you. <laughs> Dickskin, Arizona. It might already exist. <laughs> Check that out. Okay, uh, well, now that we've worked through my, my name-related demons, um, uh, let's move on to the next round, which is in the name of science. Mm-hmm. Science is a serious business, except for when it's not. <laughs> so um, I'm going to read out a list of unusual scientific names, and I'd like you to ding in if you can think of what this thing might be. Okay. Okay. So the first one is arsehole. <laughs> what? A R S O L E. Arsehole. So, so this is a name of a, a scientific name of a something. Of, of, a, something. of, of a something. Is it the name of like an organic, um, like an organic molecule? Yeah, basically. Okay, cool. That's what. Okay. <laughs> it's a molecule. Yeah. Uh, it's um, it's the arsenic equivalent of perol, which mm. I'm sure clarifies it for everyone. <laughs> well, well perol is used in. Um, in the manufacturing of pigments. So you oh. can have pearl red and so on and so forth in mm. contemporary uh, acrylic paints and oils and so on. Yeah, well, well you can have a point for that. That's yeah. an interesting yeah. thing. Yeah, because mm. pearl makes you less mad. Yes. Than <laughs> um, according to uh, the, the internet, arseholes <laughs> are only moderately aromatic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say it depends on what you've been eating. Uh, and furthermore, if six of them are bonded together, you can apply the principle. I've seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If six of them are bonded together, you can apply the prefix "sexy" to get sexy assholes. Ah. All right, next one. Um, Chemistry. Surely that was the best. Oh no, no, no. Uh, coming tonight. Oh. Is there a type of rock? 
Is it a type of rock? It's a type of, <laughs> it's, it is a type of rock. Is, is it, so would you have your coming tonight and your coprophyte next to each other? So you've got your, because coprophytes are like fossils made of poo, yeah. as, as you know very well too, Todd. Cause what? Well, no, because, <laughs> <laughs> because, fossilised poo. Because we used to do plays in high oh, schools yes, 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 about yes. geology. Yeah. And we had a coprophyte that we'd show to yeah, yeah, students yeah, yeah. and they'd go, oh, it's poo. And then mm. we'd go, oh, it's poo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was a significant digression. Uh, so it's a mineral, um, and its official name is magnesium iron silicate hydroxide, which... Was, it, was named after Cummington. It, Cum- yes, yeah. it, it got its name from the locality of where it was first found, which was Cummington, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Sure. Dixconite. I really think that... I really think... I really think... <laughs> I think Cummington should have been in that, that, list, <laughs> that list of place names earlier. Yeah, they could have found some dildonium. <laughs> uh, putrescine. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's the smell that... That's, yeah. That, yeah, it's a, it's a chemical that just smells fucking terrible. Mm. Yeah, it's... It's, um, it's, the, it's the dead, rotting body smell. And yes, it comes off yes. like those... Um, those corpse flower type things. Yes. You'd know about this, Todd. Because <laughs> <laughs> all those corpses. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it comes from putrefying and rotting flesh, and it's the, literally the smell of death. Um, it's usually accompanied by cadaverine, <laughs> He's a named after cadavers. Um, a poisonous syrupy liquid with an equally disgusting smell. Uh, putrescine and cadaverine are, uh, also contribute to the smell towards the smells of some living processes. Um, they contribute towards the distinctive smell of semen, which also <laughs> contains the related <laughs> related molecules spermine and spermidine. Coming to oh, <laughs> spermidine. So you didn't mean like you don't mean like sailors. Because they're kind of dead inside. No, you're thinking of parts of the Caribbean Seaman, and right, yeah. Houston. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sorry, that was yeah. not the time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, Draculin. Is, is this the watermelon that's supposed to, like, prey on other watermelons? What? Do you guys not know about the I'm sorry. What? This is like my favourite fruit-related fact. So. <laughs> and it's a and it's a hotly contested list. Whoa. <laughs> so there's this uh, I, I vampire watermelon. Vampire watermelons. Yeah. So the, the like the, the legend of the watermelons that like feeds. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the place and I don't want to just go Africa. They called him <laughs> Vlad. No, yeah. they didn't call him Vlad. But what do they do? So is yeah, this like a story just... as opposed to like a real thing where one plant would go nope and... Yeah, it's just because, you know, because if you have watermelon, if you have one slightly bigger watermelon mm. sucking up all the fluids from all the other watermelons. Mm. Oh, like um, twins. Then, yeah. Yeah, like twins strengthening each other in the womb. Yeah. But yeah, so one watermelon will, will almost, Roll unless you're farming it, will, will grow really big. But the, the you know, legend is that it's at night going around and sucking the juices out of all the other watermelons. Out of the sacrificial watermelons. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> the virgin watermelons. Yeah. Right. That is not something I expected to hear about. Hey. I've got to be honest. 
And I kind of feel like maybe it's just a fever dream <laughs> that you invented. Yeah. <laughs> is Draculin a toothpaste for vampire wannabes? Yeah. No. Is it a synthetic blood that is given to vampires <laughs> <laughs> to get them to wean them off? <laughs> no, no, again, sorry, this is this this is about science. <laughs> so there aren't any vampires. Like actual real things. Is it something to do with? Vampire bats and the thing, the sal- their saliva. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Very good. Draculin is the anticoagulant factor in vampire bat saliva. Very good. It is a large glycoprotein. Something Todd does know. It's it's from the Balkans in southeastern Europe. The story is associated with the Romani people of the region. This is the watermelon. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I had, okay. I had it finished reading my Dracula-related fact, but okay, let's just <laughs> come on. Everyone knows this is more. Carry on, Karen. Blood for like blood, like red juices form naturally on a few square centimeters of the outside of an aging watermelon. Ah. So it looks like it's been bit. Right. Right. But again, uh, so yes, vampire bat saliva. Yeah. That also reminded me of a um, a series of books that are out there of Benicular, which was about oh, a vampire, vampire rabbit who would like suck the juices out of vegetables. Yeah, at night. like carrots. And, and there was the third one. I, I loved it because it was called the celery stalks at midnight. Uh, of course, you love this. Yeah. All right. Next <laughs> one. Trying to get back on track. Uh, okay, I've got a. This is. Some of these are hard to say. Furfural, furfurate. Furfural, furfurate. Is that yes. a, like one of those plants that's for fever? It's like a medicinal plant, right? No, well, I mean, yeah, it's got nothing to do with fever, no. though. It's so it's a plant. plant. There's a, it's no. a plant. Say, say like a plant extract. Mm. Plant juice. But plant, that's most things. Plant really. extract that makes you fur fur furry. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're bitten by a binocular. Yeah. Yeah, you become it. <laughs> but not like ferrate or anything to do with like iron. No, 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 it's fur furrate. Fur furrate. Fur fur. Fur fur furrate. Fur fur fur. Anyone? Fur fur fur? Any ideas? Sort of a, a, a natural baldness cure? No. That's a good answer. It's not the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your fur for eight, it'll put hair on your chest. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it is, it's quite smelly, and it may be used as a vapour phase polymerisation inhibitor. Oh, <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah. Um, it got its name from the Latin furfur, meaning bran, the source of the compound. Um, a related molecule, furfural alcohol, is apparently used in the fabrication process of reinforced carbon-carbon sections used in the space shuttle. Hmm. Uh, but I just think that's the greatest name ever. Furfural, furfurate. If I had a dog, that's what I would name it. She had a dog. All right, last one. Uh, moronic acid. Oh, just <laughs> me. Sarcastic. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Moronic acid. Is it an acid? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Strangely enough, it isn't. From morobars. Or morons. It's a, oh gosh, it's a triterpenoid organic acid. Oh, is it a triterpenoid (laughs) acid? That is found in. In. Morobar. Pistachia resin. Yeah, of course. 
and yes, of course. <laughs> and is therefore of interest to people studying archaeological relics, shipwrecks, and the contents of ancient Egyptian jars. Ooh. Its name comes from its corresponding hydroxyacid, morolic acid, from the heartwood of the mora tree, mora excelsa. The keto acid then became moronic acid. It's been studied as potential treatment for HIV and This herpes. reminds me of the time I dropped out of doing a BSc in chemistry in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> I think you dropped out because you did calculus twice. No, I kept doing chemistry and then stopped. <laughs> after failing calculus twice. It reminds me of the black sarcophagus oh, that was oh. discovered because I bet the moronic acid was in, like they they were like should we open this this gloomy black sarcophagus and the the general sort of uh, no response, open the one with the smiley face it <laughs> <laughs> no, like, was the weirdest game show <laughs> yeah <laughs> like deal or no deal took a real turn. <laughs> general response from the internet, or at least the part of it I inhabit, was 2018 is already cursed. Let the sarcophagus do what it will. But when they opened it, it was just like this putrefying mess. Mm. But a, a sewage line had yeah, leaked into had the leaked sarcophagus. Into yeah. Which you, is a perfect metaphor. So I think the guys it inside perfect, it were cursed. It would have been perfectly lovely sarcophagus, mm. if yeah. not for all the sewage. But did you hear about the follow-up to that? This is a fact I can give uh, from it. Is that after it was opened and they found the, the bodies inside, there was actually a petition started online for people who said they wanted to drink the fluid that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> they thought, it, and, and they argued, if we want it, we, you should let us. <laughs> That's moronic acid. Mer- <laughs> yeah. That's what moronic acid They probably would have drunk is. a lot of moronic acid. Oh, jeez. Oh. Okay, well, I mean, there was almost no points scored in that round. It's almost like you're largely humanities majors. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think... Jeff and... Jeff and... Whatever. Uh, can we have some yeah. scores, please? Absolutely. Well, um... <sighs> Through the, the, the last couple of rounds, that there have been amazing surges and fallbacks, and mm. as a result, Martian Luther and Nom 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 De Plume are both on 29.5 points each. Woo! Oh, it's neck and neck going into the final round. Amazing. Okay. Right, final round. Um, so... I want these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm just like, up more. Uh, all that science has just sucked my wheels yeah. as well. Um, put me in a black sarcophagus. Uh, so for the final round, I thought that um, I'd get each team to do, like, to pitch a movie. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think, I think the audience to choose who wins at the end based on like which movie you'd like to see the most but the twist is that I want you to pitch a movie that has the same name of a movie that already exists but I want you to like pitch a different movie okay cool. okay yeah. so um nom 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 de plume mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you make up a movie called Deadpool <laughs> great and Martian Luther I'm gonna make you make up a movie that's called Deadpool <laughs> so we go first. It could have been Die Hard and Die Hard too. Yeah. Okay, but I've just gone with Deadpool instead. So, okay. so um, yeah. So you want to think about just it? So it can't be about Deadpool, the comic book guy. It's got to be something that could conceivably call be called Deadpool as a movie, but is not. 
that right, one. Yeah, yeah, okay. we got that, we got well, that. well, the thing is, so at the moment in 2018, um, like 80s throwback horror is so hot right now. Yeah. Mm. So we can maybe pitch to you, oh, uh, funding agents and audiences to be, a slasher film in the mode of early slashes such as Friday the 13th, yeah. Halloween, so on and so forth, called Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> um, don't go into the water. Yeah, and the reason you don't go into the water is that the villain is an undead inflatable pole. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he was he was abandoned by his childhood companions. Who outgrew him. Yeah, he was left to moulder in the backyard. After they peed all through him. Yes, the revenge. <laughs> and so then, oh, and then like a killer did a ritual sacrifice in the pool as well. And the blood of the, the dead infused the of pool. The, of the dead Hug Chihuahua cross called Snuffing. That was so. So now, so now this um, undead pool called Deadpool is haunting backyards in some kind of small town in Middle America. And we start off, for instance, with a a shot where a whole bunch of slightly drunk, sexy coeds go to get into the pool. (laughs) Let's go in the pool, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boobs, boobs. There's girls and stuff, and one of them stubs her toe and dies of a stubbing. Yeah, the blood. Blood trickles through the kitchen. And, and, and another one, there's like a pool noodle accident. <laughs> and there's. Oh, it's, it's a drowning. There's yes, even a drowning. Yes, yes. Like, like um, face down and four centimetres so of water. And this is the first of many gory deaths that happen throughout. But of course, we have to have a final girl. Yes. Um, and our final girl is called. Lilo. Lilo. <laughs> Lilo she's watchful. Is, yeah. She's a little bit masculine. She's a lifeguard. Yes, she is. School. And she's got a boyfriend, but she does not have sex with her. And he doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she slowly kind of works this shit out by looking at um, old photo albums of like faded Polaroids. And she of sees the pool like being grown over. And oh, and the pool persists through history, yep. and there's lots more boobs and lots more blood, and eventually there's like some massive showdown with Lilo and like what's they're like those big pokey things that look like a poker that you jam into the fire that you can a boat hook yeah boat hook okay so that you can yes. so that you can if someone's drowning you can either hit them or so she's like being, she's like being pulled into the into yeah. the water and, and she, she reaches stabs and goes, stabs it and goes and goes everywhere and the water goes everywhere. Oh. And we think it's fine, and there's lovely violin music, and so on and so forth. But then at the very end of the film, just as we get to the final credits, the camera pans across and down, and we see that there's still a little scrap of plastic with a tiny little bit of water pulled inside it. And it ripples. And it ripples. Insane. Dead pole. Something. Yeah. Sequel that. Either <laughs> <laughs> mm. were ups, it was downs, I was gripped. Uh, podcast <laughs> listeners, I, I don't think you you well you cannot appreciate just how wild and exuberant <laughs> the the arm gestures from Karen Healy were in that <laughs> round. They're selling it. I'm sorry. Yeah, A definite, lot of emoting. Definite bonus points for gesticulation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, Martin Luther, it's going to be hard to... Uh... Deadpool 2. Right. <laughs> Just straight into it. It's a hot, steamy statuary. <laughs> <laughs> In Dickskin, North Otago. <laughs> 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 
Lilon! Having survived the horrors of the pool, has taken up and she wants to get as far away from pools as possible. So she takes up a new profession. Shooting pool. <laughs> she, she wants to be the best, the best there can be. So she makes the ultimate sacrifice. She sells her soul <gasps> to become the greatest pool player in North Otago. <laughs> Yeah, so she she starts working her way with her sort of supernatural undead snooker. Oh yeah, she's dead. <laughs> she died because of one of her rivals after she won too many games that just ran her through with a pool cue. Oh. Oh. With the with the spider. The the little the little support one. Yeah, just <laughs> oh. spider bite! Oh. Yeah. yeah. So she's working her way up through the snooker. The, the, the pool because com competition because pool. she has to win her soul back from the devil oh. who's running the pool competition. Mm -hmm. So it's a case where she's gonna learn how to hustle <laughs> as she has to learn how to shuffle. Uh, <laughs> is there a montage? Yes, yes. Okay. So there's a montage. Yeah. Okay. However, she has a rival, and this rival has has some real important. Stuff he's got to a get pool shark. as well. Exactly, <laughs> a literal shark. He has, he's got to move through the ranks because a shark he dies if he doesn't stop moving. That's true. Right? So he's got to keep winning or else he dies. Yeah. So the two of them are facing off for the final final match. Lilo, the undead pool player, and an actual shark. The, after after the break, uh, Lilo. Lilo after the break, <laughs> Lilo says, uh, it, it looks like you've got overs. And the shark says, and you'll be six feet unders. Ooh. So the, okay. So, so the, <laughs> Who wins? So, as she's been progressing through the competition, of course, because she's undead, she's been sort of falling apart a little bit. So she's had to like replace one of her arms with the pool cue. And... <laughs> So she's sort of decomposing. It's, it's getting real tense. She but it's needs. Good. It's good. When you have to win. really lean over the table, you know you always have to keep one foot on the ground. She always has one foot on the ground because it's fallen off. <laughs> <clears throat> so it comes to the very end. And just as it's coming to look, looks like it's all about to be over because it looks like she's sunk the white ball. She's sunk the cue ball. But no! No, no, no! What's this? the right ball! Ah! <laughs> it's all fine! She, she and then... She sinks the great white. Can I make a suggestion slash addition that would make me really happy as someone who likes mid-80s films? Sure. Um, lots of films from the mid-80s had terrible soundtracks, but all of those soundtracks had a love theme. Oh. So there'd be like the love theme from Top Gun, the love theme from whatever else. Can we have a love sure. theme well, from Sure, of course, the, the shark has to stitch her limbs back on. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a love thing from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> and That's pronounced I've, re Lilo. I've recorded all those groans and they are the sound effects of the zombies. Uh. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, that was a lot. Um, I'm really passionate about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
You are. Uh, okay, well, it's up to you now, audience. Uh, you need to decide which of these films uh, you would go and see. Really? At least support. If you Hypothetically. If okay. given a choice between one of these Only films. Only two so, films. So, all right, by a show of uh, applause, is it Deadpool? <laughs> or is it Deadpool 2? Yes, uh, the winning team is Nom 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 the Club. And um, as the winners, I have just gone online and legally, as your prize, your legal middle names are now Danger. Congratulations. So that brings us to the end of our episode. Uh, I have now just to tell you that you can follow... The Nerd Degree on Facebook and Twitter. You can download episode for the podcast from iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, and I just remind you that our next month's episode, usually we do episodes here at Orange Studios on the first Wednesday of every month, but next month is a special episode recording which will be part of the Word Christchurch Festival. That will be on Sunday, the 2nd of September at the Piano Centre for Music and the Arts. And tickets are available now. Uh, and Brendan, you wanted something, you wanted to tell them about oh, something yes. as well? Oh uh, yes, so Nerdery has a, a spin-off show this year uh, called Dungeons and Comedians, in which I dungeon master Dungeons and Dragons for comedians. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you'd, if you'd like to come along, uh, dungeonsandcomedians.com, uh, the episodes are also released as a podcast, so you, you can listen to it. Okay, well, um, congratulations to... Who won again? Nom, 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 I wasn't paying attention, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter who wins, really. Uh, oh, but I think... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the winners are Erin Danger Harrington and Karen Danger Healy. A big thank you to Orange Studios for hosting us to roll music for their theme song. And to our nerds, Todd, Brendan, Karen and Erin and this guy, Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, that's right. Good night. <laughs>